From Love and Radio, you're listening to The Secrets Hotline at 9 to 9 Secrets. I'm Nick Vanderkolk. When I got out of high school, I kind of drifted around for a few years, worked as a welder in a factory, and then I got a very good job painting motorcycles for a custom motorcycle shop. Oh, it was a good one. When I was through with all of that, I realized I needed to get a college degree or I would be sweating all day in a hot factory. So I enrolled in engineering school, got in one semester before my parents told me they couldn't afford to pay for anything more. As I was fumbling around trying to figure out what to do, I found that I did know how to make Darth Vader math. This was when there was no Star Wars stuff available anywhere in stores. People were crazy for it. And even like Kenner, making the little action figures, you would buy a promise of an action figure. They didn't even have the molds. It was a little different time back then, you know. And nowadays, you can tell what movie's coming out by what toys are in the Happy Meals at McDonald's. But back then, they waited until something was a success. And then they started purchasing it right to make stuff. So I walked into the Darth Vader market with no competition, 50 cents worth of plastic paint and glue, and I could sell them for 20 bucks. So my younger brother and I went full tilt into selling those things. And I think after about six months or so, we had made so much money that we could afford to build that into a bigger costume business. We could buy sewing machines and eventually rent it out space. That business, I started to pay for my tuition work great. Got so busy, I had to lay out of school for about four years, close to my degree, which was kind of nuts. But it was a very prosperous business. And when I look back, even though sometimes I had my differences with Star Wars, you know, the prequels, especially, I think, you know what? Darth Vader paid my way through engineering school, so I'll always owe him that. And that is my secret, that... I basically my entire career based on that engineering degree all started off with some major copyright infringement. Thank you, George Lucas. Hi, Secrets Hotline. My secret is last night I had a very weird dream. I have lots of dreams, and this one was one that threw me for a loop. I had a dream about a guy that I work with. He's much older than me, and I don't see him as sexual at all, and for some reason, in my dream, he just was coaxing me to, like, hang out with him on this weird hammock. And he was like, oh, just lay with me. He was naked. I was like, that's okay, because he doesn't want to have sex. It's not weird. I'm just going to do this. But it was weird. And then I wake up. And I have this weird secret because I have a husband and I love my husband and we have great sex and he knows this guy and I just feel really weird about it. And then 
to make things even weirder, I work with him like on a daily basis. So I literally woke up and then within two hours of me having this crazy dream, I say, good morning. (laughs) Yeah, this is the work we're going to do today. My secret is that I've been in love with my boss for 10 years and I will never tell him because he is married and I respect that almost all the time. He's just a very kind and very attractive person. He left our company that we were both in and I thought, okay, well, here's the end of it. Then I won't see him anymore and uh, I can get rid of these feelings and that's that. A few months later, I get a call. He's like, hey, we're hiring. I think that you should apply for this. So I applied for it and I got it. And I thought he's on the other side of the building. I don't work for him directly. I just have to avoid him. I've been partially avoiding him for about two and a half years and it's still there. I just have resigned to the fact that I have feelings for somebody who doesn't have the same feelings. I've been trying to get rid of these feelings for a while and I just have to ride this out. Here I am. (laughs) Just feeling like a dumbass. I'm totally in love with this person. And I feel like I'm in this weird purgatory where I'm just alone and it's just myself. Yeah. When I'm bored at work, I will lock myself in the bathroom and masturbate. (laughs) And I guess like not a serious secret, but I only really get off on watching girls masturbate while I'm doing it. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great day. My secret is I have dyslexia. I thought maybe talking about it could help someone else too. I don't have the spicy kind. I have more of a mild form. It's been an embarrassment for me. I was never treated or diagnosed as a child. I can't spell consistently. There are words I never get right, and there's levels of math I'll never understand. I didn't finish college, but I do get jobs alongside people with four-year degrees. I was in a large team meeting once, and we broke out into smaller groups, and we were supposed to talk about a challenge we overcame, and I decided to talk about dyslexia because I've just never talked about it before. I couldn't think of anything else, so um, I didn't like overcome it, obviously, but I learned how to function with it. And I received comments like, how are you able to work here? Isn't that a disability? I just wanted to say, if anyone talks to you like this, first, tell them to go fuck themselves and know that you are valuable, even though you can't jump through the same hoops in the same way as other people do. I think we're taught at a very young age to be well-rounded, like a circle, good at everything. But even if you don't have a disability, this is unobtainable. 
technology helps me spell, calculate, read maps, um, but I'm, I can appear normal, but I'm still not a perfect circle. I'm a beautiful, imperfect shape, and so are you. I've heard a couple people talk about lifting things from the grocery store, maybe cheating the self-checkout. I've never told anybody this before, but many years ago, I got into this kick of peeling off the reward points off the bags of Starbucks. It sounds so stupid just saying this. But I'd go home and I'd enter them into my Starbucks account, and then my drink I get is kind of expensive. So, like, after, I don't know stealing 10 of those stickers with the codes on them, then I'd get myself a free drink. I stopped doing it after a while, and it felt kind of stupid to steal something that I don't know if I could get in trouble for or not. But I do want to tell everybody that's called in before about stealing and maybe future people that think they want to steal from the self-checkout. A lot of big chain stores will let you get away with it. They won't stop you, and they're going to add it up over and over and over again. They're gonna keep track of your preferred club card and your face. And once you hit a federal felony of the amount of whatever your state is as a felony, then they're gonna charge you. And it might sound stupid if you're just stealing a pack of gum every couple of weeks or whatever it is you're stealing. But the former principal of our middle school was doing this stuff for six or seven months at a time and he got prosecuted for a felony. And I feel like this is worse than everybody finding out he had an affair. His kid still goes to my kid's school and he had to switch schools because he was being mocked and made fun of so much because his dad was already making a lot of money being the principal and he just had the adrenaline rush of stealing. So yeah, I stole and I'm here to admit my secret, but I want to let all of you guys know, if you think you're getting away with it, don't do it anymore. You're going to get prosecuted. Please believe me, because the last thing you need is your mugshot picture being shared with the whole neighborhood. All right, that's all. Hey, Nick. I just heard your call for thoughts on bearing responses and I'm pro-response. Part of me feels like at the core of this show, people are trying to get something off their chest and it's typically things they feel some kind of guilt about. I mean, that's why they're secrets. And I think people want to hear some feedback. Obviously not everybody, but sometimes I think people do. There's this, like, longing for answers in so many people's calls. So my feeling is that I would rather not have people's responses. The main reason is the responses are not secrets. Uh, They may be thoughtful, they may be intelligent, they may be well-wishing, but they're not secrets. This is a secrets hotline. I love it when there's, like, a conversation that's going on it's like a conversation in a community and it is still secret people's identities are private there it is thanks for the uh show take care i am a huge thumbs up on including responses 
if playing people's responses to other secrets went away, I do feel like I would be missing something. That's it for the Secrets Hotline, for now. Thank you to everyone who called and wrote in to vote on whether or not to continue including response calls. Now, the vast majority of you told me that you got something out of them. And more importantly, I didn't hear from anyone who said the responses were keeping them from leaving a secret. So, they're going to stay. Don't worry, though, they will never be the main focus of the show. Main focus, of course, is secrets. And if you're ready to leave your own, the number, of course, is 1-929-SECRETS, or record online at secretshotline.org. As always, if you change your mind for whatever reason, just call back within 24 hours and I won't publish your call. If you can, find a quiet place to record and don't use a speakerphone or hands-free device. The quality of the call is much better when you don't do that. Also, we're still collecting Spanish language secrets for our upcoming spin-off Canal Confidente. Please help spread the word and send people to canalconfidente.org. This episode featured the music of Glitchbird, Zoroshi, Las Olas, and Orieta Krem and Salvagia. Check the show notes for links. Our end theme is by Stephen Jackson. The Secrets Hotline is a labor of love and radio and made possible thanks to our supporters on Patreon. Thank you. If you want to help keep the show going and starting today, get access to special ad-free extended episodes with extra secrets, you can become a member yourself at loveandradio.org slash member. I'm Nicholas Sarding Punch Punch Fender Thank you for listening. <laughs>